We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your host, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. That fucking sucked. Scott, <laughs> hi. What's up? Yeah, um, that wasn't good. That was really bad. Uh, Clark Schmidt was put in a situation that you could just feel was 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 not going to end well. It was it was just uh, you could feel it in your gut. You could feel it in your gut when he was spinning those those balls. And and you know what? He didn't make a bad pitch either. He did not make a bad pitch. He he made he made some he made some damn good pitches to, um, you know the guys he was facing, and then that last that last pitch to Gazelles was was uh, on the outside I mean, half of the it was on the outside half of the plate. It was a it was a good piece of hitting, and unfortunately, um, he got beat. But that moment, man, you could just feel it. You feel it coming up. You could feel it coming up. Yeah, anyone blaming Clark Schmidt there is an idiot. I mean, you you don't blame Clark Schmidt in that situation. He's put in a position to to basically play Houdini, and that's an impossible task. Um, this was this. There's so much to unpack from this game. Obviously, the way it started is it, kind of a flip of the Friday game, where 
the Yankees have all the momentum early in the Friday game. The Guardians had all the momentum in, in the early innings of this game. And Severino was 30-something pitches in the first inning, long second inning. It, lo- it looked like he wasn't going to make it out of the third inning with the way he was going. But he settled in. He limited damage. Guardians left guys on base. They did get a couple hits, but nothing really too damaging. It's 2 nothing game, and Judge hits the home run, and, and boom, okay, we're alive again. It completely flipped. But when, and we were talking about this before we, we went live, when your bullpen is as thin as this Yankees bullpen is, and especially if clearly Clay Holmes was not if available, Holmes is not available. Tonight, yeah. Then how are you? How is Boone sitting there managing the late innings of this game the way he did? If you have identified beforehand, basically I have three guys tonight, right? I have Trevino, I have Loizaga, and I have Wandy. Those are the three guys I'm going to try and get through this game with. How do you leave it up to Wandy to get all those outs? How? That that's the thing when you Trevino pitched to what one batter, uh, Loizaga got pulled, and the in the. Uh, in the middle of the, Loisaga looked really good. Loisaga looked really good, and you absolutely. And I understand that that Peralta, Wandy is the guy to go against, go against the lefties to go against, um, you know, the top of that order. But Loisaga was pitching well. I had then all the why confidence not in the save world. Trevino. You got to stay. Why with not? Him. Yeah. Why or not bring Loisaga in? But it's and save Trevino. It's and save Trevino because if you only have three guys, if 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 Holmes is not available. And you're and you're looking at you're looking down the barrel of Wandy Peralta for three innings, basically two and uh, two thirds innings, or Clark Schmidt. Then then yes, you need to you need to you need to have one of those three guys available. Severino, uh, excuse me, Trevino replaces Severino and gets the last out of the um, of the six. He gave up the single. He, he gave, gave up, up the single. He gave up the single to make it four three and then got to the last Brennan. out. Right, because Brennan pinch hit, and then he got Straw out. Uh, Straw hit the ball hard. He he lined out to Glaber. Okay, so hold on. Th- th- that was the other problem that I had. Severino, who got stronger as the game, as he does, right? We He's done this time and time and time again. The difference being in this game, I had it. I was talking on Twitter about this as well, and in my head, after that second inning when Severino um, gave up a couple line drives to the outfield as well, he did not look good. He did not look good in the second inning. If the if the if Judge does not hit that home run to make it two two, I think there's a very possible good possibility that Domingo Herman comes in and starts the yeah. third inning. He was warmed but, up, yeah. but as soon as as soon as Judge hit that home run, it makes it very different. There's a little bit more of a leash. You then you let Sevi go back out there and see what to do on a very short leash at that point. But when you and and he was cruising, he was cruising that when they pulled him out, and you got Miles Straw coming up. You, you Severino can't get past Miles Straw. You have to bring well, in. It, it would have been two batters because they they pinch hit when Trevino. It was Brennan. They were bringing in. Yeah. Brennan That's fine. comes I'm in. Still, and I'm still Severino. I don't give a shit what the pitch count was. Use your eyes and see what the man was doing. The man was pitching very well. He was he was pitching the best he had pitched practically all day. He started using that changeup. Uh, I mean, no, he started using that changeup after the after the second inning, in the third inning, and. It was good. It was very good. I think he threw one change up in the first and then didn't throw it until the third, but started using it effectively and and found his thing, as 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 Severino has done many times in the past. But going back to that first point, if you only have those three guys in the back of the pen, you can't bring Trevino in right there and then and then he's he's burned for for no. the bottom of their lineup. No. 
you, I mean, basically Boone managed the game like he only needed five outs and he needed nine. He needed uh, ten outs. I mean, so it's like it. Why uh, another option would have been instead of bringing in Loizica, excuse me, instead of bring, bringing in Trevino to get the the last out of the six, bring Loizica in and then let him face the top of the order after that. Because clearly they've identified that Loizica, they're comfortable having Loizica face the top of Cleveland order. It's the second day in a row that they've done this. Okay, Quan Rosario Ramirez. So if he's going to face those guys anyway, and you have only three guys in the pen, have him face the end of the Cleveland order in the sixth, start the next inning at the top of the order, then you go to Wandy when that part of the order comes up, and then you at least have Trevino in the back as in, as some insurance. I mean, it's just another option. That's all. It's like the, the bottom line is this bullpen is just so goddamn thin anyway. That does any of yeah. this even really matter? Like, here's what it comes down to. Here's what it comes down to. I was trying to explain this to my dad earlier. Like, they have they have assigned roles for these guys, even though they don't call them the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning guys. You know, they they view Trevino as a fireman. They want him to come in with one of on base. They deem that he can do that. Uh, Wandy, Wandy, they they they've shown it. I think they've done it in all three games so far. Well, yeah, in all, in all three games so far, he's come in to face Naylor, whoever's in between Naylor, and then. Uh, the second batter and then Jimenez. That's his lane. That's when the they, they don't care when that but, is. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. Holmes is not available. You're you're down at right. the end. You're down they, at It's the weird. They didn't they didn't manage it that way, but they they stuck to their plan. Like, all right, well, we want this guy to face this. They obviously want Loiza to go to face the top right. of the lineup, but then it was like they were left stranded because they didn't have Holmes, which I don't know, maybe Holmes blows that game, maybe he doesn't, but like you knew you didn't have Holmes. So why didn't you like plan to not have Holmes? It's like they right. didn't know they didn't have. That's the, that make any is sense. the that is the second guess is whether we want to say Holmes should be available or shouldn't be available in a postseason game is a whole other issue, right? If he's on the postseason roster, yeah, for not how able to use him back to back, and I right, mean that's going to just screw this team. Considering exactly. they don't have any more off days, if especially if they continue to play on, you know, exactly. Yeah, like he, if he also he did confirm days. that um, he did confirm that uh, in the post game available. In the post game, just so we okay. Then manage like you. Then manage like only he's in an emergency. Available. What does he consider? He used the word emergency. What does he consider an emergency? Innings, extra like innings. The Astros and the Mariners. Yeah. Okay, innings. so it's like position player if, or Holmes. I, I get it. Like he's on the postseason roster. He's available in an emergency. He should have been available then. Because Clay Holmes for every other day is still probably better than the last guy out of the bullpen anyway. But still, it's like, what are we expecting from this team if? You've got to get through multiple postseason series with fewer off days than is normal, and you don't even have guys that are available in back to in back to back days. And you really only have three or four high leverage guys you even trust to put in those spots anyway. Like, yeah, it, I mean, I, it's I, just, I think you. Tw- it's I think doomed. I saw. I saw your you you tweeted it. I believe you gotta you gotta mash. You gotta out hit everybody. Yeah. You gotta you gotta put up a billion runs, and that's just. You know that's not that's not that's not the way the postseason. It's not going to happen works. in postseason. Yeah. It's 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 not going to happen against the Guardians pitching staff. You're not going to score nine runs off the Guardians pitching staff. What you scored is pretty much the most you're going to score off the Guardians. And the only way they're scoring is home runs. Fine, like this Yankees team hits home runs, but you get the two run homer from Judge, you get the two run homer from Cabrera, you get the solo shot from Bader. If that's not going to be enough, then then. You're you're fucked. You're screwed. Bader comes back and gets that run back with that huge home run. I mean, at, at that moment, you're looking at it. Okay, like look yourself in the mirror. Moment. Bader comes right back, gets the run back that was just given up. 
great sign. Great sign. Looking good at that point. Like you got a, an immediate response. But but then then just the uh, you know as the ninth inning is building and building and building and they take Peralta out. You know uh, the shift also the um, the the base hit that's three blue base hits that the that the Guardians have gotten late in the games in the last two games that that fell and and you know if that shift isn't happening it's an that's an easy uh, it's an easy just fly ball. Um, I mean, Cabrera's inexperience in left. The other field thing the, about this, we, before we get to IKF, Cabrera's yeah. inexperience in left field also. Yeah, what? Wait, why didn't they defensive replace him? I just am curious. They defend. They defensive replaced him. In, in the regular season, in left field. They put him in left field, and in close games, they were defensive replacing him. Yeah. Why is Aaron Hicks on this roster? Why is he there? They didn't use him to hit Fila Castro. They're not defensive replacing Oswaldo in left field. Why is he there? It doesn't even make any sense. He's a, non, he's a non-player. He's a empty body. It's so ridiculous that he's yeah, there. You might, as well, have, you might as well have another you arm. You might as well put Peraza or put another arm. Exactly. It's, it, it's, it's lunacy. It's ridiculous. It doesn't even make any sense. They should have put a one-handed Benintendi on before Hicks, if that's the case. Com- completely agree. Um, yeah, if if Cabrera is not going to be able to make those plays because of ex- inexperience in the outfield, you absolutely have to put defensive replacements in for him. Yeah, I was I was just I was frankly sh- surprised Hicks was not starting today. I thought I thought they were going to turn to him because that's what they've done in past postseasons when the young rookie that they trust to start the first and second game starts to struggle and they immediately fall back to the veteran because that's the easy answer. So I was actually pleasantly surprised they put Cabrera in there and he got two hits, including a home run. But I, I don't know if you guys heard what he's, they said about Hicks after yesterday's game because they asked him why he didn't hit Fila Castro. And his answer was, well, he's a reverse splits guy, which, which he's not. It's a lie, but okay. And it, like, it, just doesn't even, it just doesn't even make any sense. And they just said it's a wash. They literally called LeCastro, who they gave like 20 at-bats for his right-handed pitching to, a wash to Aaron Hicks, who's a lefty, who is just a better matchup because he's lefty righty. It- I think I think they they talk themselves in circles on on some of these things. I mean, the reality of the situation is none of them are good options a- 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 offensively. None of Locastro is not a good o- option offensively. Hicks is not a good option offensively. So you've got two guys there. Locastro's there to run. I don't know what Aaron Hicks is there for. Legitimately, I don't know what he's there for. And Marwin. Nelly body. First base. I mean, Mar- for, Mar- yeah, Marwin's Marwin's there as a there, backup first baseman. Marwin's there for infield when you Matt have Carpenter could play first base if they wanted to. Look, um, I want to talk about IKF. IKF made two two bad plays today that that I mean you could absolutely argue uh, cost this game um, because of the the first one. Obviously, he 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 uh, he botched the the nailer um, line drive first ground inning. ball. What, Whatever the hell you want to call it, it, it was in between. He was uh, he second guessed, didn't make a you know wasn't assertive on the play, didn't make a, the the first step, but just wasn't couldn't make up his mind on it and got eaten up by the ball. And then that second play that it, he made a nice backhand, uh, and then he does this like you know takes a sweet ass time with the ball, double clutch, extra step, whatever the hell you want to call it, and and makes uh, uh, an errant throw that Rizzo did save, um, but uh, Jimenez I think was running. Uh, beat the beat the beat the throw that that's a that's a timing play that's a that's a that's something that ikf has to know in his head that one who's running two get rid of the goddamn ball and and make it make a good throw at that point like you finish the play 
that was another position that with two plays now that extended it and uh, affected the pitching as well. And um, and yeah, man, his 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 defense has absolutely been submarining this team in the playoffs. It's been terrible. It's been terrible. I've been I've been trying to give him the benefit of the doubt the entire year, uh, just because I'm you know waiting for this guy to do something. But my God, did did he hurt this team today in a in a big way? He made a nice play in the ninth inning, you know, flying over there to to save a, a run. Didn't matter at the end of the day, but. Um, yeah, those were two plays that absolutely should have been made. Jimenez should not have beaten that ball out. There's no way you, you got to make that throw. You got to you got to get rid of the ball. Uh, his internal clock was off, and then the one that ate, ate him up in the first inning was just inexcusable. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. I was actually surprised to see some people on Twitter saying that's a tough play. The the is in, be, in between hop. You can't assume that play is going to be made. I'm sorry. Every major league shortstop should make that play. If you're a starting major league shortstop, you should make that play pretty pretty easily. It's not necessarily like an easy play, but if you're a starting major league shortstop, you're one of thirty starting major league shortstops. You have to make that play. Yeah, I know. Absolutely, you're making that play. You're right. It's not an easy play. It's a it's a ball that comes off the bat weird, and and it's it's a little bit of a knuckleball. So it, it gives you a you know a, a different look off the bat. But you still need to make that goddamn play. Shortstops in the major leagues need to make that play. Yeah. The, the ball was hit right at him essentially, 
and he's obviously not going to be producing offensively. So if you're not catching everything at shortstop, you really have absolutely no value. And, and but at this point, they're riding or dying with him. So I mean, if if people are still calling like, oh, make a change, put Marwin in there, like since Peraza's not on the roster, put someone else at shortstop. Like it's not going to happen, people. Like we, this is for at least the rest of this run this year. IKF's the shortstop. So let's just hope he doesn't cost them a a run tomorrow night. What did you think about Severino coming back? What did you think about um, them staying with him and uh, and and him? Even in the third inning, even in the third inning, he was getting lucky. He was leaving fastballs over the middle of the plate, yeah. and uh, I know he 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 at what uh, not eight in a row, nine in a row, something like that, um, in the middle of that game. Fourth inning, I thought was his best inning. He looked really good in the fourth inning. I had a, a note here. That's when, uh, yeah, he was he started mixing up the fa- the changeup and and he was he started hitting the corners with the fastball. Uh, but even in the third inning, he was leaving it over the plate. So yeah, the third inning he had a one two three after the judge home run, and that obviously was a big momentum shift. He was very lucky. The team is very lucky that it was not a five to nothing game after the first two innings because it very yeah, easily no. could have been. And obviously the IKF non-play in the first inning didn't help him, but he was still getting hit hard. And and I said this after I think I said after game one, Quan, he's a freaking pain in the ass, and he leads off the he's game. A pain he has in he has a seven pitch at bat to start the game, and, and he ropes a double. I think he, what did he rope a double, right? Or roped a whatever he did. He roped a ball after a seven pitch at bat. You're like, okay, this is the tone. This is the, that's the type of pain in the ass he is. And yeah, he's he's yeah. definitely one of those guys. He's a he's a he's a damn good hitter, um, and and he he doesn't strike out like all of these guys put together ridiculous at bats. Those at bats against. Uh, you know Severino too. I mean, you know, foul ball after foul ball after foul ball. They're they're just they're fighting up there, running his pitch count up, and that and that's what put him in a position where after the second inning, I think he was at fifty some pitches, fifty six pitches, something like that. And if that, if that game is two nothing, like okay, you're waiting oh, for Sevi to come back. I know, but you're waiting. So like the upside with Sevi is that you know he can fight through this and be, um, you know, be dominant at times when when he comes back. Uh, and finds it. Problem with this is that his pitch count was so high that there wasn't a ton of upside. Like to his credit, man, if, he fought back and he got and and he definitely had some some good uh, some good innings and some uh, some innings where he got out under ten pitches. So yes, he, every he definitely after back. this first two innings was economical. I think if Judge does not hit that home run, you're right. He probably doesn't come out for the third inning. But Judge ties the game and he has a one two three third inning. So then they're at the point where we're just riding it until. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're almost kind of going batter to batter, or you know, they did go batter to batter with him. They went batter to batter with him, and he just didn't allow a base running until right. that sixth inning. He went exactly. three, three perfect innings. Exactly. So, so that's know. why they were they were riding it because it was working, and he really got into a groove. Um, another thing that annoyed me because I just saw it in the notes. So they we actually talked about this after the second game. Like, are they going to move Judge in the order? So they 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 shift around the lineup. Um, Glaber leadoff, Judge two. They put they drop Cabrera down to the nine hole and Higgies in 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 there today. Um, I mean, fine, whatever. Uh, if you're especially if you if you're gonna keep the same players, it's kind of like fine, just order them however you want. Like as long as Judge is getting a lot of at bats, Rizzo's getting a lot of at bats, and Stanton's getting a lot of at bats. But why is Glaber Torres getting more at bats than those three guys? That's asinine. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, who should lead off then? 
Rizzo. He's going to say Rizzo. Judge, Judge I, or Rizzo. I, I hate Rizzo. Why? Why? He works I, the count. He works deep pitches I mean, and he gets I on guess, base. Glaber just, Torres I, it has no approach at the plate. Okay? No, he walked He's up there okay, first pitch swinging and did what's the point swinging. of that? First yeah. pitch swinging. On the Let's first let Judge pitch the settle game. into the, the two spot. First pitch swinging. Is it like... If if he's going to be stupid enough to not know to take a pitch, then you have to tell him you're leading off the game. We move this specifically to get you on base ahead of Judge. Take a pitch. He should well, not be know, hitting ahead of Rizzo, Stanton, and Judge. Those are the they, three guys you need to get up. Here's as the difference. Most as here's the difference. Here's the difference. When you have Judge in the two spot and you have Glaber in the in the one spot, he's trying to jump on the pitcher, knowing he's going to get a fastball, and he did. He just didn't get. He didn't. It didn't. He didn't find a a, a hole for it. You get you get Glaber on base. Glaber's on base. Now it's a different at bat for Aaron Judge. So yeah, obviously you're you just trying to change it ahead all of Aaron Judge. Long, it's a different at bat for Aaron long, Judge. That's all not season the long, they they they've been insistent. Another thing they've been stone cold consistent on is the fact that they like Rizzo hitting behind Judge. They like Rizzo as a protection for Judge. That's simple. As do That's I. What they want. As do okay, I. I like it too. I like then, it too. But I'm then just keep I'm Judge just lead off. And bat Rizzo second yeah. and Stanton. You know, I didn't have a problem with them lead off. The only stat that kind of persuaded me was that Judge didn't. Th- th- today was Judge's first at bat. The one when he hit the home run with a runner on base in the series. Like, yeah, it can't but, happen. It just can't that's, happen. That's so, because they had Trevino, Trevino, and uh, they had uh, IKF. Bader was hitting. And Bader hitting no, Bader ninth. was hitting ninth. Wait, okay, so fine. today they had today they Cabrera. had Oswaldo. Yeah, right. So they put a better hitting ninth is is you right? Is what you think they should have no, done? No, it's, to it's much Williams. ado about nothing. This whole thing is much ado about nothing. You're switching a guy it one mostly two. Mostly like is much ado about lost. nothing. They lost. It doesn't matter. It's mostly to, the lineup is mostly to do about nothing. I understand that, but when Glaber Torres in theory is going to be getting more at bats than Aaron Judge, Anthony Rizzo, and Giancarlo Stanton, that's stupid. That's just stupid managing. Okay, well, you know, for baseball has been traditionally going that way for. Decades and decades of putting your yes. best hitter not in the leadoff spot. Bob Costas has given us the full mm-hmm. historic rundown of baseball yeah. in the old oh. days. With his, you guys with, hear him with talking many, about the, with the many uh, seven or eight letter words. He's annoying. Yeah, he's God, really bad. fucking annoying. <laughs> he's bad, bro. And and it's like, uh, what's his name? Ron Darling's just sitting there, like just like openly rooting against the Yankees, which I really do not care about. But it's just like he's calling a different game. Bob Costas is in his own freaking world. And Ron Darling is just there like rooting against the Yankees. It's just a terrible you guys podcast. Want, let me make you guys more mad for a second. They spoke to Clay Holmes after the game. And his quote was, he was surprised that he was not used tonight. He said his oh, arm was fine. He didn't fine. even know he woke it. Up he today. didn't even know it. <laughs> he woke up today anticipating that he was going to be pitching today. Oh, because it's the playoffs. Because it's the right. playoffs. <laughs> and if you go down in this game, that's bad. That means you have an elimination game. In Cleveland the next day, so of course you're expecting uh, to pitch. You're on the roster. Hold on. Do we think? Do we think this is Boone lying to save his ass? You know what? Saving yeah, his maybe, ass, means but nothing. also like saving his ass for what? To save what? So like saving his ass for? Been, but Clay Holmes has been bad. He's not the only one who doesn't know these. Everybody, everybody behind the scenes in the dugout in the clubhouse, they they know the real reasons. He's not saving his ass to anybody. What to save face with the media? It looks stupid anyway. Either way, it so looks then, stupid. So why is Clay Holmes saying he thought he was available and Boone is saying, no, he wasn't available? You don't tell a pitcher you're not available tonight or you're only available in be. emergency situations? Yeah, Boone's supposed to be a player's manager. He's supposed to be a good communicator. 
Not to mention know. the fact I, that I you know. had two outs. You needed two outs, which is what they've been doing with Holmes. And according to them, Clay Holmes is a historic ground ball pitcher. He is yeah. he is the ground ball pitcher in that bullpen. He throws a million mile an hour sinker. He should be able to throw a ground ball and get that double play that they needed, and they wouldn't use him for two outs, which is what they did in games one and games two. Even in a perfect world, you get um, you get uh, Clark Schmidt getting a ground ball. It's probably like someone beating the ball into the ground, high chopper, you know, tough play, tough tough opportunity to turn to. I mean, the kid was just put in a tough situation, like an impossible situation, really. Right. Nobody's nobody's knocking Clark Schmidt. You want to tell me what he really almost, he almost got out of it? Can I tell you another thing that was pissing me off all night and had nothing to do with the actual game on the field? The freaking Astros go 18 innings, and that game's on TBS. I don't have a freak normal cable here. I'm using the apps. I'm using. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm getting the things. The game on on Apple TV on the apps, right? Okay. TBS. It took me an hour to get, turn the captions off. The freaking subtitles the other day. An hour. It was driving me insane. And then because the stupid Astros are playing, the game's not on TBS. They put it on TNT, and I'm in the same fucking position with the subtitles. And I can't get them off. All game, I got subtitles. The whole time, I'm watching this fucking game with subtitles on. And then finally, in like the ninth inning, 18 inning game's over, and I go to the freaking TBS broadcast, no subtitles, and then that shit happens. Fuck. It was it was painful. It was painful. And meanwhile, all you wanted to do was watch uh, Blades of Glory or whatever the hell Will Ferrell movie was coming out next. Um, Bullshit. Let's talk about game four. Garrett Cole <clears throat> basically needs to pitch nine innings. <laughs> yeah. He needs to be perfect, though. He right? needs to not, I, I, don't, I don't even care if he doesn't pitch nine innings necessarily. If he pitches 70, they got to be scoreless. He's just got to pitch scoreless because, don't forget, they didn't use any of their big relievers today. The Guardians. Oh, the guard. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> the Guardians. Yank is the Guardians. Guardians. Yeah, right. Is available. Karen- Karenchik and Klasse are, are both going to uh, be available. The other guy, uh, Stevens, I think his name is. Uh, so we, we know it's going to be a low-scoring game, right? Because like the, the Guardians pitching staff, you're not going to score eight runs off of the Guardians, okay? So the, we're going to be I mean, dealing with a 2-2, a 2-1, two to two, a 3-2 two to one, a three to two game at some point in the 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth inning, right? That's what the situation is going to be. So everyone just prepare for it. Garrett Cole needs to not – Garrett Cole needs to just nut up and pitch eight innings. Eight innings. Give Leave Boone one decision to make tomorrow night. One. It shouldn't be even a decision to make. It's Holmes. But this feels so awfully familiar to 2020. I don't know if you guys feel that as well. Um, I'm not making any comparisons. To- I don't. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't feel the same because this our, the Yankees bullpen is is just thrashed right now, and that's that's the biggest difference from any playoff team I can remember. Their bullpen is just decimated. There's nobody out there besides like Loisic is the guy that I trust absolutely the most. There's no doubt about it. Like he looked so, he looked very good tonight. You got to get more if, out of a guy like that. If he's, 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 a, he's mean, a guy that's certainly capable on, of of going two innings. On the Wiseaga, yeah. this him and Wandy will both become they'll be available because it's an elimination game, but it'll be the third day in a row for them. So their effectiveness in theory will be less on game right. four. Not to Garrett mention to not to mention, even if they win, then what? I know exactly. we'll figure it out when you get there. Exactly. But I mean, it should be talked about. I mean, then what? You you're gonna use these guys a fourth day in a row? I mean, your best chance of winning the series is you gotta go out and because 
against one of their pitches and score like 10 runs. Literally. That's their best chance. Logan, let me tell you something. I was all ready to come on this show before they blew it in the ninth inning and talk about how Garrett Cole needed to nut up in game four and not allow a game five so the bullpen couldn't implode on itself. Now, you hope there's a chance that the bullpen implodes on itself in game five. That's the scenario that we're in. Okay? Well, that's what it's it not is. good. Game five would be a bull- bullpen game. Yes, I know. Basically. Basically. Scary. I mean, they just fucked themselves. Like, it's going to be a Domingo Herman game. The Domingo one we'll Herman, Jamison It's, it's going to be the Nestor one we'll talk about Cortez for years. Game. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about. And it I have a weird years. feeling if it got if it gets to a game five, they're gonna they I don't know if they're gonna start the kid that they started tonight or if he, he'll definitely be available. He only threw about seventy five pitches. I noticed they had a quick McKenzie. McKenzie, he's definitely going to be available in some in some capacity. You'd think in an elimination game, which would only be game five for Cleveland. Yeah, everyone will be available except Quantrill, who's pitching tomorrow night. But Bieber will be available. McKenzie will be available. All of their bullpen arms will be available. Yeah. Yes. That, that. So you get through um, game five, do you definitely know maybe? Yes. Yes, he's available in game five. The only guy that won't I'm be available saying. is Garrett Cole. Um, so do you think they do anything different with the lineup other than Trevino catching? Does 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 anyone else different play? Do they, no, because does again, we're going it? this team, this team right now is in a position where they are very, very, very top heavy. There's not a lot of things that you can do to improve this team that's sitting out there on the bench. You're, you're, you're not getting a spark from Tim LaCastro. You ain't getting a spark what about, from Aaron Hicks. Hold on. Matt what, about, what about Stanton and left? Carpenter, maybe. Stanton and left. D.H. Carpenter. Fine. Cabrera short. Cabrera, Cabrera shortstop. Short Oswaldo at shortstop. I don't think they're playing Cabrera at shortstop. Uh, I, think, I think there's a better chance that they put game. Cabrera at shortstop and Hicks in left field. Just so they can say we need we want to get another lefty in the lineup because you know that they'll use that and say we put Hicks in left field and Oswaldo at short and and that'll be that and then they'll have IKF as a it's potentially the last game know. of your season. Stanton sh- could and should be playing the outfield if it means we can get an, a a better bat. Uh, so you can get Carpenter in there. Yeah, yeah. But when's the last time they asked him uh, that today? They asked him that if he considered that, and he said, "I have not considered that this series about putting Sand in the outfield." Which yeah, when's the last time he played the outfield? He hasn't played the outfield stupid. since he's come back, right? But before the playoffs, they talked about how they're going to get him work in the outfield. To be, it's a possibility for the playoffs. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking about Carpenter in the outfield. Carpenter is not playing the outfield. Like Carpenter, no, I'm talking is about Stanton in the outfield. I know Logan just said Carpenter too. I'm saying Carpenter is a non-issue, non-thing out there. But you get Stanton out there. And then yes, you get another bat in. I think that's 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 a fine move. That that it would deep, it deepens the lineup. You can yeah. put Carpenter. That's the, the, then that's the move. Labor right. That's the move. If yeah, if they're, they're not going to do it, I don't, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Stanton's not going to play the outfield. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, so they, it's like they don't have very many options besides who they're ro- rolling out there, and then. And and then the depth in the in the bullpen is is uh, is is dog shit. So these injuries are, and we all are know. putting them in a very very precarious situation right now. And we all know the reason that Peraz is not on this roster is so that it's not an option for you tomorrow. That's why he's not on the roster, not because he's not the best option. They just don't want it to be an option. They don't want the question of well, maybe you should start Peraz at choice. They want to protect their baby. They that love IKF true. They love Gary Sanchez. Oh, it that is, is so not true. true. You it are so you true. are letting your brain take over your brain, and it's what? making you a little crazy. 
take making you a little crazy. There's too much conspiracy theory in that thought. How is it? They, uh, so they don't use Hicks for anything. So yeah, Hicks has no no purpose on this roster. I agree, but Peraza yeah, I they didn't. There. Had they played Peraza down the stretch because like the last two weeks of the season, Peraza didn't play right. So had he been playing in those two weeks, then I'd agree with you, Logan. It's like why isn't he on this roster? And maybe it would be for that conspiracy theory you just raised, which I'm all down for conspiracy theories. But they basically <laughs> they, they never going to be an option. That wasn't decided before the play. That was decided a month ago that he wasn't going to be an option. Do you think Peraza would be a better option than Hicks on the roster? Yes, yes of course. Hicks, there's Hicks no point in Hicks right now. So why, is he not, so why is he not there instead of Hicks? I mean, I don't, you're, you're talking reason? to two people that agree with you in that, uh, yes, there's no, no, there's Aaron Hicks should not be on this roster. I think My everybody who's a Yankees fan, everybody, everybody who watches this team agrees with everything we're saying about Aaron Hicks not being on this roster. No one, I don't, I don't know a damn person that could argue for the other side of that. Until he's leading off playing left field in game four. Well, then Aaron Boone will be the only person who can argue for that. And his reasonings well, will the be fact that, asinine. The fact that Oswaldo had a good offensive night means that won't happen. But I would, Yankees were 167-0 in postseason history when leading I by saw multiple that. runs. By leading by what? Multiple by multiple runs. runs. Yeah. The Mariano Rivera. Like, okay, got it. Um, uh, I have a question. Yeah. Is Aaron Boone's uh, last night as the New York Man- Yankees manager tomorrow night? Oh, I would be so happy. <laughs> I'd be so happy. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no We're chance. If he wasn't, if he wasn't fired lucky. after last year, if he got, he got, he got an extension after last season. Okay. That's what they do. That's what He's they not do. going anywhere. He's not going. No point you to the Braves and the Dodgers on the brink of elimination. All right. Well, that'll wrap up this abomination. Um, we will. This was supposed to be a fucking board. win. God, oh, this was a good episode. I was so excited. It was going to be a great playoff comeback win. It was going to be Judge finally. Uh, I don't know. Get the, the, uh, get the piss out so, of that. What was it? Four fifty. Judge finally getting off the schneid. Judge finally like silencing his doubters who were like calling him an out of postseason player. My dad, who the, I got like seven hundred texts on. from him. Come on, um, it was going to be a very exciting comeback win, um, and it was still going to be problems with the bullpen heading forward. Like those problems were not going to go away. But if there's a win, you have a cushion, and you at least can be happy about the win, and then trust your ace in air quotes to get the win tomorrow night. Now you have to get the win just to stay alive and somehow piece game five together. Let me ask you this. If they do get to a game five, um, be, does that, do, do, are, is it just like all, coin flip, all bets are off or, or is it, are, for what? Are, what do you, you mean? Guys be, for the Yankees winning. Like if, if, if Cole wins tomorrow and they, are you asking me my confidence five, level again? My confidence no, level? Your confidence level. <laughs> But like the way that we've been talking is that it doesn't even matter if they win tomorrow because they're screwed in game five. I but don't like, think they're screwed they, in game five if that's the yeah, case. It's going to be an ugly so game. But but you go against this team. Look, Cleveland's scrappy. They did, what, five singles in the ninth inning to, to do it. They're completely con- the opposite. They're a complete contrast to the way the Yankees score right now. So can they 
Can they put together an ugly game and hit a couple home runs and, and win it? For sure. Absolutely they could. Could Dubingo Herman come out there and throw five scoreless innings? Yes, he could. He could absolutely do that. So I, I know I don't think it is a is a problem. Whoever's dinging that's a lot of shit. But the the what he needs to do, Garrett Cole needs to nut up, as you said, throw eight, nine innings tomorrow. I need a complete game out of this motherfucker. And and then let's let's win ugly on in game five. But they can do it. They can certainly do it. Okay. They got to scrap some runs across tomorrow to get that bullpen working. Cleveland yeah. bullpen working too. So then they're not in, in such a, a power position for game five either if they do win tomorrow. Yep. All right. Well, we were supposed to sweep this series. Remember that? We'll be back at it again after game four. Talk to you then. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal.